You're listening to Run, R-U-N, Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and we talk about revival as much as we can on every level as we can. And today I might just rattle your cage just a little bit, shake you up a little bit with this scripture. Most pastors, preachers, evangelists, apostles, whatever you want, teachers, they avoid this because they don't know how to preach it. They don't know what it means, and we're going to hit it. Now, a lot of times I'm talking to you why we need revival, and today I'm going to talk why we can't have revival, and one of the reasons. There's lots of reasons, but one of the reasons we don't have revival. And this is from Luke chapter 14. And get this, can you explain it? I haven't heard very many be able to explain it. Large crowds were traveling with Jesus and turning to them, he said, get it. If anyone comes to me and does not hate, this is hard, hate his father, mother, wife, children, brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. That's a tough one. Imagine how they felt. Now, this is a culture, of course, Jesus' culture then, the Jewish culture, where you're taught, we are too, to honor your father and your mother. And all of a sudden, he turns to them and says, if you don't hate your father and mother, then he expands it pretty much to the rest of the, to the family. And then he says, if you don't carry your cross, you cannot be my disciple. What did they think? What would you think? You know, you're trying to follow Jesus, and this now, all of a sudden, this hard saying, you think you might say, this guy's crazy, I'm going to give up, I'm going to go do something else. Well, probably they did. He said a lot of things, and people didn't get it. And uh, even his own disciples sometimes didn't get it. So what is this about? Are we really going to believe that that word hate is the way we think of hate? Well, in a way, but we need to understand, th there's a clue here of why we're not going to get revival. First, number one... I'll explain it to you in a minute. But number one, there's people not doing this. If he says, if anyone comes to me, does not hate father, mother, wife, children, even his own life, then you cannot be my disciple. <clears throat> then we're not going to have revival because we're not going to have disciples. All right. Because people aren't going to do that. And one reason they're not going to do that is because they don't understand what it is. They have no idea what Jesus is talking about because to them, it's, con it's, it's the opposite. It contradicts what Jesus and the Bible and the kingdom teaches about love, uh, love and love, well, love your father and your mother, honor your father and mother, other, everybody. And so because they don't understand it, they don't know what to do with it. And it stops revival because we got to have disciples. We got to have them carrying the cross. We need disciples. So here we have this and we have this strange, strange uh, scripture and we need to understand what it is. Now, let me start explaining it to you. Religious people back then, back then and today, they have a tendency to do something. They don't cross lines very often. And so uh, even in our own uh, city here, Kansas City, when we came to Kansas City and through the years, we had different invitations and I would have a, a, a luncheon. Like, for instance, I'd have a luncheon and I'd invite all kinds of pastors to come. They didn't have to pay anything. And, and we'd visit and we'd pray and, and uh, I'd get up and share a little bit. And I'd, I'd, I didn't care, have other people share too. You couldn't get anybody, well, I shouldn't say anybody to come. We had some very 
blessed uh, pastors to come, and and uh, we had a great time mixing some of us together, and and uh, it, it was just great. And uh, but but not many came. You know, you should have had a full. We we met in our gymnasium. We should have had a full gymnasium or auditorium. And there's just no interest. You couldn't get them to come. Uh, they won't cross lines. They, they won't mix, you know. And uh, they, they're just not interested in anything else. And yet we had this great history, you know. And some of them would say, yeah, we want revival and we want to fill our churches and we want to grow. But they won't come. They've got to have a hook greater than relationship and greater than the message of holiness and consecration. What they do is, now if you throw one and say, I'm going to teach you how to get more money, how to get better offerings, they'll come. Or you teach them, we're going to see that you can gain, you know, 10% growth this year in your church attendance. They'll come because they want that stuff. But when it comes to, nobody's going to come to one called, our, our luncheon today is called Carry Your Cross. You're not going to get anybody to come. So here we tend to, to flock as religious people around people that are like us and and build us up and tell us what a good job we're doing. And we stick, if you're a denominational person, you tend to just stick with your denomination, right? And uh, so pe religious people just do it, and they were doing that in their day. And uh, so Jesus comes along. He's got a lot of new teachings, and his teachings are to make disciples. If you understand, that's what he's doing here. He wants to make disciples. You can begin to understand this passage, and you can begin to understand that without what he's saying happening, we're not going to have revivals. Because revival, a true move of God, picks people out of where they are and makes them different, and makes them a leader, and gives them a voice and they're not going to be saying what your, what your pack of friends is saying. You're not going to fit in with everybody in your denomination. You're not going to fit in with everybody at the coffee shop, you know, all your, or, your, or you meet with, for coffee for all the pastors in your area, and you just chit-chat about everything, and everybody, you know, pats each other on the back, and you don't really say anything. You're going to be different. Your message is going to be different. They may not want to hang out with you. You're right. And so a lot of pastors, leaders, evangelists, apostles, you know, teachers, they don't want to have this happen to them because they'd rather hang out and have coffee and be liked and be popular or just at least at least be liked. OK. And so the, to really become a disciple, you're going to become something different because most people don't. Most people are not going to carry their cross. And if they don't, they cannot be a disciple. All right. So so that's what's going on. All right. So in this particular scripture, <clears throat> He goes on and says, uh, if you want to build a tower, you need to make sure you have, uh, you know, enough money uh, to do what it takes to build the tower. Otherwise, people are going to say, well, he couldn't finish it. And then, he, and then he, it's like he changes the subject, which he didn't. And then he says, or oh, if you're a king and you want to go to war, you better make sure you got enough soldiers to win the battle. Uh, if not, you better make terms of peace. And you think he's changed the subject, but then he says, in the same way, any of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Oh, he's still on being a disciple. He didn't change the subject. He's still on being a disciple. Now we go back at the top and says gives up everything. Well, <clears throat> here's a problem. You want to be a disciple, let's say. You want to be a disciple. You want to be that revivalist. You want to be that person that has the fresh message that steps out of the crowd and is on fire for God. You want to be that person. Uh, 
You know, we have a lot of people preaching revival today, and that's good. They write about revival. They speak revival. They preach revival. They, but we don't have revival. You know, you know, we got a problem there. In other words, they've peaked. They've preached everything they know about revival, written everything they know about revival. It's not like they have something in the wings and it just hadn't come out yet. And then, bang, it's all going to break forth and we're going to have a great outpouring. They're, they've already peaked. They've said everything and we don't have it. And uh, in, in uh, Smithton outpouring and other days in the 90s when we had those revivals, it just exploded. And everything new, we had new leaders and new people you hadn't heard of before. And it exploded because people changed and new disciples type preachers changed and it was a new message and it was fiery like you'd never heard before and it changed us and so we're going to have to have a great outpouring of something different disciples are made people are going to have to if they're going to be those people those leaders, they're going to have to give up everything well here's the problem you have you probably have you've got a father and a mother and wife and children brothers and sisters and friends and then you got yourself and guess what, all those people, your mother, your mother, if you hang around your mother too much, she's not going to tell you to give up everything. Your father's not going to tell you to give up everything. Your, your wife or your children, your brothers, your sisters, or even your own self, you're not telling yourself, I need to give up everything. I need to give up everything. No. See, you, you don't tell yourself that. Your friends don't tell you that. Your family doesn't tell you that. And so Jesus is trying to make a disciple, and what's he saying? You need to give up everything. He's saying, you need to give up everything. You need to carry your cross. These are the things you need to do if you're going to become my disciple and change the world. And in my day, I'm saying, if you're going to be a true revival and get a disciple and change the world and be this voice that we need, because you've already peaked, maybe. You've already said, and it's not changed anything. You want to be that. You need to, you need to hear this message. You need to give up everything. You need to pick up your cross. You need to become a different person and get a fresh message. Get the fire of God and stop fitting in. Well... But you've got people around you say, no, you don't need to do that. You don't need to give up everything. You don't need to change. You're doing fine. So what's he saying here? He's not saying to hate your father and your mother and your brother. No, no, no. He said, you've got to hate what they're telling you. Because they're telling you, you are fine the way you are. Just keep going. They're not telling you to give up everything. Jesus is. The Holy Spirit is. The kingdom of God is. The, Jesus is saying, pick up your cross and follow. Give up everything. Even hate your own life. Yeah, be my disciple. That's what Jesus is saying. But you've surrounded yourself with friends and denomination and board members and, and family and everything. And they just said, oh, you are okay. You're preaching right. You're such a great preacher. You're doing the right thing. Just keep going. Just don't change a thing. Just keep going. Or maybe going to that church and you hear it like you're going to the right church. We're the right. We got the right doctrine. We baptize the right way. We preach the right way. We do everything the right way. We don't need to change a thing. We're the right church. Just keep doing what we're doing. And yet, and yet there's no disciples in that church. There's nobody in the whole church giving up everything. There's nobody with a fresh message. There's already a church that's peaked and nobody's changing, going nowhere, not affecting the world at all. And we're doing everything the same all the time. Nothing new, nothing powerful, no fire of God. And yet we've surrounded ourselves with people saying, just keep going. We're fine the way we are. We're fine the way we are. We don't need to do anything. And so Jesus says, you're going to have to hate the message that you're hearing from your relatives, your friends, and your denomination because they're going to tell you, don't change a thing. Just keep going. And Jesus says, nope, you, we need disciples. And if you're going to become a disciple, you're going to have to give up everything.
cannot be my disciple unless you give up everything, pick up your cross and become a disciple of Jesus Christ. That's what he's saying. And people don't want to hear that. And you never hear it preached because they don't understand what Jesus is saying. He's saying, I'm telling you, change course, change course, give up everything and become my disciple. Good preaching. It'll change your life forever. I hope you got it. Till next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.